Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. With me is my co-host and residency, John Taylor. Hey, John. Hello. How's, uh, how's things going over there on your side of the table? Uh, you mean the one that's like... <laughs> Hold on. It's like you have ten inches away. I have props, you but they're not mine. Props today. We have some. You have some tide that you got that you were just like looking at when well, I. Because was... I was trying to figure out because the, the the lid has the little bristles on. it. I was like, what the hell is that for? And then I realized it's for scrubbing clothing. It is. And I I don't think I've ever done that in my life. I've never dumped detergent on clothing and just scrubbed it. Well, you shouldn't dump the detergent right on the clothing and scrub it. What you should do is either put a little bit on or dilute it and then pour it on, and right, then you this, use this, this lid. Says... To, to scrub. Use as detergent or directly on stains for an added boost. Yeah. But meaning you don't want to pour like a ton of liquid laundry detergent. Oh, it's I, like I, just, a little... I just figured I was going to pour all this into a bucket and dip a t-shirt in it. <laughs> and instead of washing it, just dip all my clothing in detergent. And then it's it's clean now. Yes, of course. It's definitely clean if it's full up on soap. Do you know my, you know the thing about how I'm always banging on about not overusing detergent? Uh, you know that this is the thing I bang on about. I do now. In addition to into so using the phrase "bang on," <laughs> spot on. <laughs> and, and I was gonna say, actually, in addition to how I'm always banging on about red clay stains. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you got it out of the way early. <laughs> oh, you think that's gonna be the only one? I did appreciate someone re- mentioning to us on Twitter <laughs> yes, so that excited. red clay is not to be fucked with, and I'm like, I would imagine it's got the word clay in it. And red, and reds are like, always, like, the I've, worst stains. I've seen the French open. I know how bad it is. <laughs> why no one wears white. You guys, trolling John with red clay references has been... It's just the weakest an... troll, too. It doesn't... <laughs> you get so agitated. It's so funny to me. <laughs> I'm not owned. <laughs> you seem owned. I'm a little... You seem I'm a owned. owned. Um, all right. Over-detergenting is the thing I'm always banging on about. And um, the way that I, like, remind people not to over-detergent is the the problem is if you use too much detergent, it doesn't get rinsed out of the clothes, and then that causes a whole host of other problems that we won't go into now because we'll save that for a laundry school. Um, But the way that, like, I always make a comparison for people so that it makes sense for them is if someone handed you, like, a plate or a glass that had visible suds on it, you would be like, this is not clean. Which is weird because it's soap. Right, but soap is No, I mean, that makes sense, but yeah. it's like, I'm just kind of like going like stoner brain here, where it's like, <laughs> if it's got You're soap on my it, language. how is it dirty? Like, <laughs> oh my God, man, I'm going to get so high and think about that for so long. I'm going to do my best uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so yeah, so if you have clothes that are full of soap, they're not clean. They are not anyway, clean. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today, though. No, we're here to talk about 
We um, are here to continue our Wash What Happens spring cleaning extravaganza. Uh, last week when we did the vacuum extravaganza, we did not get to talk about um, wet cleaning hardwood and tile floors. I thought we were going to get to that, but then we had so much to say about vacuums that we just didn't get to we it. We sucked so it all up. <laughs> we sure or did. No, that sucked up all of our time. <laughs> Shit, that was right there. <laughs> um. So today we're gonna we're gonna open we're gonna do the first segment um, devoted to um, you know like mopping and handsies and kneesing the floor and like that kind of stuff so the, the non vacuuming cleaning of floors and then the second segment we're gonna roll that into some um, other discussion of bathroom cleaning bathroom deep cleaning stuff um, and I should also say to you guys if you hear some construction noise going on that's me. Uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> John's having some work done. Um, we uh, our our studio is having some work done, and so uh, unfortunately, you might hear that. So we're sorry about the interference, but we think this episode is going to still be worth it. Before we get into it, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person podcast patron, go to Patreon.com/slash/AskACleanPerson to help support us. Um, all right, let's get right into this question from Sarah. All right. Have you read that? Sarah. Good morning, dear Jolie. Well, it's the afternoon now, but who's keeping <laughs> I am in dire need of help. My husband and I just yesterday moved into our new and first home, a beautifully restored 1900s colonial Massachusetts with gleaming original hardwood floors. I think it's probably haunted. Oh, definitely. It's definitely haunted. It's wicked haunted. It's wicked haunted. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Before I could stop him, my father-in-law, being helpful, put rock salt down in our walkways to assist with melting the ice and snow away from the blizzard-ridden concrete. Uh, Yesterday, as our friends and family lovingly trekked back and forth between the U-Haul and our home, white footprints appeared all over our floors. I carefully mopped the entire first floor of our house at 11 p.m. with warm water and a Mr. Clean liquid cleaner before I went upstairs to bed, but came downstairs this morning to see that many of the white footprints remain and my floors are no longer gleaming. What did I do wrong? As a faithful listener of your podcast, I know you covered salt stains on clothes, and I tried the Google trick to see if you've answered this before. You've covered floors extensively, but I can't seem to put two and two together to figure out what I need to get rid of all this salt. Please and thank you, or at least send fries for all this salt. <laughs> it's bad well, for your heart. First of all, congratulations on the house, Sarah. That's, yeah. that's very exciting. Even if it is haunted. Um, you didn't do anything wrong. You uh, just didn't know the secret of removing salt stains from hardwood floor. Uh, it is probably not going to be a huge surprise. You might, you might face palm a tiny bit when I tell you this because it is you, the answer more salt. You, <laughs> I really no, hope the answer is more not, salt. It's not actually, um, but God, it would be great if it was. I'm trying to think of what, there has to be something where the answer is more of it. I think actually, you know what? Permanent marker. There's like a way to get Sharpie off, like, which is like using they're, more Sharpie. They're going to say alcohol. Like the, the answer to... <laughs> Being drunk is just to keep drinking more. That also is the truth. Um, but the secret to salt stains on a hardwood floor. Yes. So, uh, Sarah, you seem pretty familiar with my work. Don't face palm when you hear this. The secret is white vinegar. That's all. You just need to use diluted white vinegar. So white vinegar is a thing that you use to get salt stains off of, like, boots, leather boots, suede boots, rubber boots. It also works on a hardwood floors. That's all. So um, what you'll do is dilute. You can, I mean, 
you guys know me and my dilution ratios. I'm not like a real wicked stickler. Um, I would say like equal parts water and white vinegar, mop, handsies and easies, whatever your preferred method is for cleaning the floor. And that should take those, um, those salt stains right up. Um, let's use this question, however, to get a little bit more into, uh, general hardwood care and, you know, hard flooring care. Um, so I am going to do a thing that John first, like, made fun of me for doing in his first episode here, even though I wasn't actually doing, and then chided me for not doing when I told him that I wasn't doing it. So here's the thing I'm going to do. Just you guys to play sh- both sides. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm just strolling, John. Um, you guys should go buy my book because... Buy my book. Go buy my book. Um, this you, is you, the, need, you need one of those, like, Ken radio... Jackson approach. You need one of those radio DJs so you can, like, play, like, sound effects when you, like, make a ka-ching noise or <laughs> I something. I know, I know. I actually thought about... Because um, I, when I first started this show, I was on a different network, and we actually had because it was actually a radio show that was uploaded as a podcast. Um, so we had like a full like radio setup with an engineering booth and a soundboard and the whole thing. Um, and my old engineer would play sound effects from time to time. And it was oh, really, really go. funny. So I thought about I, I getting... imagine the splat noise just kept coming up <laughs> over and over again. Um, the I actually thought about getting one of those little like noise machine things so that like I could do my own. Um, but I don't think I'm quick enough on the drum. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll see if I can get one for next week for your last episode and put you on sound effect duty. You realize that means the entire podcast is going to be sound effects, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, yes. The I whole love the it. whole thing will be. You will get like six <laughs> words in, and they will be interrupted by like <laughs> air horns and. <laughs> yes, that's my why my life. That that'll also be the end of the positive feedback about John. Um, or the result of more of it. Actually, somehow. it might be. I feel like I feel like more our... air horn. <laughs> I feel like our listeners might really like that. So here's the thing, you guys. My book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha, uh, has, uh, no joke, 13 pages devoted to floor care. Um, I am not going to read 13 pages of literature on floor care on this very podcast. Um, What I am going to do is I'm going to read off from a little chart that I have. Um, If you guys already have the book, it's on page 54 and 55. Um, this is like a class now. Yes. You're giving class, it like a sign reading. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell people where it is. It's a little handy little chart. You need to have a call-in episode about your book so you can do like a discussion. Like... <laughs> a colloquium on my book. Um, so the thing about the floor cleaning chart is that it lists the instructions for cleaning floors based on floor type. So here are the like major floor types. These are the ones that are covered in the book. Um Surface sealed wood and penetrating sealed wood, which are two different, um, they're both hardwood, but they have different sealants on them and they need to be treated pretty differently. There's also in the book an explanation of how to figure out which one you have. Um, And then there's laminate. That's like, you know, now increasingly a pretty popular um, wood substitute. Wood substitute. That Pergo is like the brand name that you hear. Porcelain or ceramic tile. So, like, most of us will probably have our tile in the bathroom, maybe hallways. Um, stone tile, which functions differently. Um, <laughs> if you're an Italian. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm Italian. Every lo- Italian house is just covered in stone love tile. Love it. I love it. Um, and little lion statues out front. Um, and then linoleum is the other one that I cover in the book. So, in this chart that I have, um, it lists 
three different things for each different floor type. The first is the products to use. The second is products to avoid, which is actually the most important part. Um, and then the third column is called in especially, I actually forgot that I did this. This is very Joelish of me. Uh, the third column is entitled, but like how, <laughs> is it- <laughs> which is, which is Jolie care for how, what to- <laughs> It's just how but you've added words. I was going to say, what te- technique should I use? Otherwise known as how. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Didn't uh, your fancy New England boarding school teach you this? Yeah, Tommy, these fancy words. Um, like technique. Um, okay, so the thing is to know about this, and the, and the, the reason that those categories are in there. Um, is because really like what you use depends on the floor type, but also knowing what not to use is probably the most critical piece of information that you're going to get. And not that many cleaning advice guides, no matter where you're getting them, newspapers, magazines, like whatever your mom are going to tell you that part. And so that is actually really important because you can, you can pretty easily jack up your floors if you use the wrong thing on them. Um, but with that said, for most floors, for most floors, uh, diluted dish soap or diluted white vinegar will do the trick for mopping, whether you're using a mop or whether you're using my handsies and easies technique, um, for most floor types, those will be safe and perfectly fine to use. Um, I also, because we didn't get to talk about it last week and I really, I haven't forgotten. Um, I also want to say that I also personally, Really love diluted Windex for cleaning the floors. There it is. Yeah. Windex. There's the good stuff. The Robitussin uh, <laughs> of cleaning. Put it on everything. Everything. I know. So I wanted to ask, I wanted to like let you go a little bit about your love of Windex. And I wanted to ask, like, what are the weirdest things that you've cleaned with Windex? And well, it's, not, it's not so much anything Are you weird. a purist or do you have like, do you use the whole like range of Windex products? Because well, there my, are all my, Windexes. My thing with Windex is I like it because it is so multi-purpose and I am lazy. And it's also like I was at one point a man in my 20s. And most men in their 20s don't have the slightest idea of how to clean anything. Much not, less... not so my audience. Okay, well, you you and your special <laughs> uh, Jonestown my little cult. Fam. <laughs> That would happily drink the Clorox (laughs) or whatever your preferred cleaning fluid is. It would probably be white vinegar, but that's safe to drink. You shouldn't drink it. (laughs) Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to drink white vinegar. I mean, Lindsay drinks apple cider vinegar. The apple cider vinegar is different, though. You should also... I don't understand. No vinegar should be drunk. Drink. Drink. Drinking. (laughs) Two Ivy Leaguers cannot figure out... Every week, we just march closer and closer to having our diplomas revoked. I'm amazed they haven't taken mine away already. (laughs) It's kind of amazing. But regardless, for me, as a dumb 20-something, Windex is great because it you can you can use it on pretty much everything. I mean, granted, I wasn't like spraying it onto like a like a wooden table and being like that'll fix that, but like probably be fine to be be honest. The thing is about Windex, it's not really going to hurt much. No, because it's just it's just basically ammonia. So Like, like it might not get things. Super, super clean. But, like, I use it on... I use it now, like, I have a variety of cleaning products. It's not all a disinfectant. Their, it's it's, no, it's thing, not like but... I'm not, not going to use it, you know, and I'm not going to spray it in the toilet because that's just weird. But... I've used Windex to clean the toilet. But it's not a disinfectant. 
Yeah, my mom needs to disinfect my toilet bowl. I'm not drinking. I'm not Fisher. I'm not drinking out of he it. He has never once. <laughs> he has multiple times gone through the bathroom garbage. Yeah, well, of course. Dogs apparently love the bathroom garbage. Yes. We've and I've heard that. about that, but we're not going to talk about it. No. It's, it's, <laughs> it's dramatic for um, everybody involved. But I use it now just for like my kitchen counter. Yeah. Just anytime I'm done using it after I've made food or after I've made Fisher's dinner, I just spray it down, wipe it down, and that's the easiest thing. Yeah. And I have like specific cleaners for that counter because it's a granite countertop. So I have, you know, granite cleaner, granite polish, all that fun stuff. But for me, it's just, no, I'm too, I'm not using two different cleaners right now when I just want to wipe this down and make sure there aren't like visible food stains. Right. Windex. Yeah. One thing to say about that um, is that, so granite falls into the natural stone category. um, And you guys probably have like pretty highly sealed because you're renters. You Mm. probably have pretty highly sealed granite countertops. Yes. Um, but you want to be really careful about any products that contain acids on natural stone because acids can cause pitting. Right. So, um, so we're, we don't um, have a problem. I think that's actually become a problem in our bathroom. Uh, well, that might just be the tiling in those showers is kind of, I don't think they did a good job with that. Well, the but good anyway. news is we are going to talk about cleaning oh, that's, tile well, that's, showers. That's so wonderful. But anyway, you're, um, you're, you're in for a big treat for me that the whole Windex thing is multi-purpose as for the various ranges of it. I use the orange one now. I think Ooh. it has a name. Windex something premium diet Windex. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's, for me, there's it's just a yellow like, one that I've used. That's like a yellow, mul- it's like orange. a multi surface. I think maybe actually it's the yellow one. Oh yeah, that's the that's the multi surface one. I think it was one. orange. And well, they're you know they're next they're to each other in the rainbow. Yeah. Um. That's, and then weird. I don't know. No, no, I don't, I've never it, used it or anything. Is it this color or that color? It's, it's closer. I'm pointing to, the, to my the color. Closer to the, the first color. It's yellow. It's yellow. Okay. Um, but the thing is, the one thing I really like Windex for, I used to use Windex for it when it was an issue, now really isn't, killing flies. Yes. That is, because I, flies are a pain in the ass to kill because they fly. Yes. And I almost never have, like, a rolled up newspaper or magazine because I don't Because you're not a 90-year-old man. <laughs> so for me, it's just great. I see a fly, grab the bottle of Windex, wait for it to settle down, and just spray it a bunch of times, and it just, yeah. it I've dies, done that with mosquitoes. And then you leave the body out. So the other flies can see. <laughs> and so they know what's coming for them. Serve as a lesson but to I the will others. turn them into a British soldier out of the First World War. <laughs> I will go full psalm on their ass if they try to <laughs> invade my peaceful sanctuary. I feel the same way about mosquitoes. I'm horribly allergic to mosquitoes and extremely attractive to them. Um and I have used Windex. I've sprayed them in mid-flight and just, like, watched them. And it, and it just kills uh, them dead. But I also am, like, I'm, like, Jolie the Mosquito Slayer. Like, I can, like, I'm, I'm brutal. Um, and I love my, the best is when I smack them against the wall and they leave a big bloody corpse. And I'm, like, that's right. Tell your family about me. Well, they, they can't. They're dead. they're dead. But it so, feels good to say it, John. They, I mean, they can haunt it. their family and That's tell them right. in a ghost way. That's right. They're probably living up in Sarah's house, haunting it. All right. That was her name. I'd already, <laughs> I'd already completely forgotten. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next question All right. um, before you forget where you are. Uh, and we got to talk about tile. So this is going to be the first, the first part of us talking about tile. We're going to talk about tile floor, and then we're going to do tiled walls. Because um, unfortunately, the gray technique I have for tile floors won't work on walls and you guys will understand why when i describe it it's probably gravity uh it has to it indeed has to do with gravity uh gravity comes up on this show quite a lot actually so we've got a question from lynn I thought gravity came down oh john i got my degree back just for that 
Lynn writes, Hello, Jolie. I've listened, I've listened to episode 51 about floors and have read many different posts on cleaning tile floors, but I still have a question. My husband and I just finished a bathroom renovation that includes a tile floor, and we've never had tile floors before. So they look great now, and my question is what we should do as a basic once-a-week-or-so cleaning so that it stays looking good. Everything that I've read is about cleaning dirty or discolored grout, but I just want to know how to keep new, clean tile and light-colored grout looking good. Also, my husband is concerned that we don't use a product that will darken or discolor the grout. I appreciate any suggestions you may have for me. Love the podcast. Sure thing. Um, okay, so episode 51 um, is, I think the title was Floor. Remember last week when I was like, I don't want to use whatever title I had because it was too close to that other episode yes. title. This is fascinating for the people here. That it's episode. Behind the scenes. Yeah. That that was the episode to which I was referring, episode 51, Floor It. That was all about floors. So this is like the, the IMDb trivia section for this podcast. Yeah. The um the second half of that show is where I talked about cleaning dingy grout. And I went through in pretty great detail the technique that I'm going to quickly talk about here. Because, uh, one, you can go back and listen to the much, much longer version of it. Um, and two, <laughs> I didn't say one. Um because that's not really what Lynn's question is. But I do want to quickly talk about this technique because it really is very, very good. And um, I want you guys to know about it. So here is a technique for fairly painlessly brightening dingy and dirty grout. This is the floor, right? This is the floor. The floor. Yeah, this is the floor. So this is not going to work on tiled walls, unfortunately. Um so what you are going to do is, and this is like also, I kind of love that this is, it's unintentional, but like the first half of this show today is like Jolie Care's product greatest hits because um, we did white vinegar in the first one. And for this question, we're going to be talking about OxyClean, which is one of my, one of my old pals. Ooh, um, speaking of ghosts, Billy Mays is about to join us. <laughs> I would love that ghost and Billy Mays on this show. That would be amazing. I would, maybe that should be like a little recurring character. Do you do characters? I do not do characters. Okay. I can't, the thing is Billy Mays doesn't have any kind of accent. He just kind of shouted yeah he's like an he's like he's an very emerald. animated yeah yeah it was more about the, the also story. i haven't heard his voice in too long because you know since he hasn't been on tv he hasn't been on tv yeah i'm a bigger fan of the flex seal guy i don't think i know that one. Oh, the flex seal the one that comes in the can where you spray it and it seals up things it's basically like it it it's it, it's very weird they use it there's I'll a look for it a constant theme in the commercials they cut a hole in a boat and use flex seal to cover the hole so that the boat is then again seaworthy <laughs> I'm amazed Lindsay's not told because Lindsay is obsessed with the damn Flex Seal. I, I'm, I'm, she keeps she keeps saying we need to buy Flex Seal, and I keep telling her we don't. Or we need don't have it. anything. We literally have nothing to use it on. All right. Well, I will I will brainstorm some things that we might be able to use it on, um, and we'll think about that. In the meantime, let's talk about OxyClean. I love OxyClean. OxyClean is an oxygenated bleach, which is different from chlorine bleach. Um, in in many ways, one of the ways that it's different is that chlorine bleach is liquid and Oxygen bleach usually comes in a powder. For this purpose, what you want is the powdered stuff. The other big difference is that unlike chlorine bleach, oxygen bleach is safe to use on color. So uh, you can use it on anything in your laundry and not worry about color loss. You can also use it for cleaning and not have to worry that what you're wearing or the textiles that are in the vicinity of what you're cleaning are going to get some splash on them and have color loss. Um, here is what you are going to do for tile floors. You're going to dilute about a quarter cup of the OxyClean in um, about a gallon of hot water. Um, the hot water is for two reasons. One, it just dilutes better. Um, and two, 
Uh, there is something about hot, hot water that like activates the ingredients in OxyClean. So you want to, you want to dilute in, um, hot water. Um, then what you're going to do starting from the back of the room and working towards the door. And this is very, very important. So I'm going to repeat it again, starting from the back of the room and working towards the door. You are going to work in sections, pour, um, a, a bit of the oxy solution in a sort of S shape on the floor and then use a scrub brush, just an all-purpose scrub brush, um, you know, one that's about the size of a, of a hand, which I, I know that adult hands come in many, many sizes, but, like, about that just size. Just ask the president. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about this tiny finger. It's so gross. Um, you, so use an all-purpose scrub brush um, and just sp- use a scrub brush to spread the oxy solution in a thin layer on the floor and kind of like it into the floor. But this isn't a heavy duty scrub. You should not be working up a sweat. This is not elbow grease. This is really just a a distribution and a quick like working in with the scrub brush. Um, So work in sections back out towards the door. Now, the reason that you're working back out towards the door is that then the floor is going to be covered in a thin layer of this oxy clean solution and you don't want to be walking back over it. So walk back, work backwards towards the door um, and then just leave it. Leave that thin layer of solution to sit on the tile for 30 to 60 minutes or so. Um, that is going to just let it penetrate into the grout and do its brightening work. And so that you are not doing the heavy labor, you're letting the OxyClean do the work for you. Then what you're going to do is you're going to go in and either with um, a mop or with, with rags and water, um, you're just going to wipe, mop, mop or wipe up the oxy solution. And that's it. Now, when you're done doing that, you're going to look at the floor and you're going to be like, huh, all right, looks fine. Don't look that great. As the grout dries, it will brighten up. And when you go back in and the grout is finally dried, you're going to be like, oh my God, what just happened in here? Um, it is like amazing how well it works, but you do have to have some patience in terms of letting it dry. It it is normal to feel a little disappointed at first. This is this isn't this is starting to sound like life advice at a certain point. It's not even like cleaning advice. It's just straight up be patient. It might you might be disappointed, but things will get better. It's like dating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the that's the oxy grout whitening cleaning trick. And you can go back and listen to episode fifty one because I do go into like a whole whole big song and dance um giving a, like a lot 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 more detail about that but that's the basics of it okay so that wasn't the question that lynn had for us today the question that lynn had is like what do i do i don't need to deep clean well what do i do to maintain so um regular cleaning is really i know i know you guys don't really love to hear this but regular cleaning is really the the trick so either mopping the floor or handsies and kneesing once a week is probably good given the amount of traffic that goes on in the bathroom. Um, even if you're a, a, a no shoe household, um, it's just like, that's just a lot of, a lot of feet. Um, and there's also just a lot of ambient stuff that goes along with the bathroom experience that lands all over the floors. Um, so once a week is probably a good thing to aim for. Um, once every other week, if you feel like that's too extreme, um, and really, you can just use any kind of mopping solution, the dish soap, the white vinegar, the Windex. You could use, you know, Fabuloso or Pine Sol or any one of those if you really like those products. 
Um, again, there is a whole chart in my book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha, that details the products that you can use for a tile. So, you have a book? I do, John. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. I wrote a whole book. Wow. Um, I know. Picture or color? <laughs> um, I actually, a lot of times, get queries from publishers asking me to do, like, essentially a picture book, and I'm like, mm, okay. But think of all the kids you could indoctrinate. <laughs> I know. Tiny clean people. Created a whole tiny nation of I do, OCD I do youngsters. have a little tiny nation. People people send me um, photos and videos of their of their kids cleaning. You know, kids like to clean, like they like to play house and stuff like that. And yeah, it's very cute. Tiny, clean people. I love them. I get very excited about it. Um, okay. The other thing that could really, really help Lynn and her husband with these floors is a robot mop. There are robot mops that exist in this world. And in fact, I have one and she is here in the studio with us today. And unfortunately, I forgot her battery. So I can't turn her on and have her say hello to you guys. Um, but she sings a little song when she when she gets turned on. Her name is Kleena. Her name is Kleena Gershon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still just the phrasing of she sings when she gets turned on. Oh my God, I didn't even realize what I was wow. saying. Thank you oh. for quickly summarizing Moulin Rouge. <laughs> That's what that was about, right? That and, that and tuberculosis. I think so yes, that seems right. Um, so Kleena is great. Kleena is an iRobot product. Um, so she's made by the same company that makes the Roomba. Kleena, uh, however, unlike Christine, my evil Roomba, is a total love. And I and I adore her. And she and I have a wonderful relationship. And she never, ever comes to my toes. Unlike that kinky Roomba, Christine. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys quickly about um, some of the features of Kleena Gershon, the mopping robot uh first of all her proper name is the brava b-r-a-a-v-a um oh did you pick a hair off and i deep cleaned her this morning yeah there was a hair trapped in the wheels oh oh i tried to get as much of that as i could um damn it i'm sorry i didn't do a good enough job um so the deal with Kleena is she is small john actually i'm gonna have you describe what what you think she looks like she looks like a miniature zamboni yay that made me so happy it's basically a square i love zambonis it's a square that's about the size of your hand mm-hmm. yeah and the side little... of john's hand mine actually you know it's, it's yeah um it's about this one spread out hand will easily cover the top of it yeah she's very very small um and that's actually one thing that i love about her is that she's 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 pretty tiny um and yeah, she's about the size of like two iPhones. Yeah, two iPhones like next to each next other. Next to each other. Basically. Yeah. Um, I love that she's really tiny because it makes it easy to store her. Um, she's battery operated. The battery life is pretty good on her. She works in three different modes. Um, you can either use a dry mopping pad, um, which I actually have the dry mopping pad. I'm out of the wet and damp ones right now. I have to order more. Um, but I have a dry one so I can like, show john how this works um so there are three different kinds of mopping pads uh dry mopping damp mopping and wet mopping and the the machine will recognize which pad is inserted and administer the appropriate amount of water based on the type of pad you're using so obviously for the dry pad which is basically like a dry swiffer pad um there's no water that will come out for the um Damp mopping, it will be a little bit of water, and for wet mopping, it'll be a little bit more. Um, you just like slide the pad in, it clicks in. 
Um, you push. There's a little button on top that says clean that you push. She, she, she sings to you. Um, and then she just goes on about her merry way doing her thing. And then when you're done, underneath the handle, um, there's there are two little things that are hidden. One, the chamber for water. And two, a little pop-out button for the pad that just automatically pops the pad right off into the trash can. And it really actually does work. You don't have to touch the dirty, disgusting pad. Mm. Um, I love this little thing. Um, I should also say that the, my my little robot mop was um, was a freebie from um, iRobot. So um, just in the name of disclosure, this, this this was a freebie like Christine was a freebie. Um, but I like I truly like love, love, love this little product. And the greatest thing to me about it is that her price point um, is much more reasonable for most people than um, the Roombas are. Clean Gershon's the mopping robot costs one hundred and ninety nine dollars. So not a bank breaker at all. Um, and I think she's great. One other thing to mention is that you can get, instead of using the disposable pads, they do offer reusable, launderable pads. So if you don't like the idea of the waste factor or you just prefer not to have to spend, I think the the replacement pads are about 7 or $8 for a box of 10. So not, not super, super cheap. So if you want to save some money, Go ahead and get the reusable ones um, that are launderable. Let's see. Is uh, this this little robot friend of ours? Is this only for tile, or can you use this on hardwood? You can use it on hardwood. Okay. You can use it on anything. Well, because I only ask because if it sprays water, you obviously don't want to water your hardwood floors. Right. So for hardwood, what you would want to use is you'd want to stick with the damp mopping ones, um, and maybe avoid the the wet mop and save the wet mop for. Tile. tile and natural stones and, and um, you know, surfaces that don't react as negatively to water. Now, laminate is one. No, so your Pergo. Pergo is one where it does not really love a whole lot of moisture, even even less so than hardwood. Um, and so for Pergo, you might want to rely more often on the dry mopping pads. Um, and then maybe just from, you know, time, maybe once a month, you use the damp ones. Would it be a mistake to put a solution of any kind in the water dispenser? You don't need it because the pads are treated with solution. Ah, okay. Right. So obviously the dry ones aren't, but, um, but actually like if you smell, um, like if oh, good. You, now we're at the point where I'm smelling the Yeah. Robot. Like if you open up her little water chamber, you'll kind of smell the, the cleaning solution. Oh, yeah. It smells nice. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't smell um, bad at all. Yeah. So anyway, I think... Um, that the Roomba, or sorry, not the Roomba, the Brava actually might be a great solution for Lynn and her husband. Because they could run this thing, like, you know, two or three times a week, no problem, in that bathroom. And, like, they would just really never have to worry about it at all. Um, the one thing I will say about this machine is that it really works best if you use it fairly frequently. Um, so if you only use it once a month, either you're going to be changing the pads out, like, several 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 times or you're just really not going to end up with super clean floors um, also seems a waste to spend 200 bucks on something you use 12 times a year that's also a really good point i hadn't thought of it that way see oh you had so much value here john um so yeah but i i do think it's a i think it's a great little little machine and if you like robots and the and a robot vac isn't going to be right for you for you know any any one of the reasons that john and i went through last week um, this is actually probably a great way to, uh, to bring a robot into your life. I will note it is too small for you to put a cat or dog on top of it though. Yes. So you will not be able to get fun viral videos of your pet riding. Well, if you have like mop. a, if you have like a chinchilla or a hamster. Yeah. I would say if you have, a, if you have a tiny animal or a particularly stupid bird or, <laughs> or 
like a like a like a lizard of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, put your lizard on the on the mop. If you put your lizard on the mop, please take video and send it to me. Um, on that note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. John and I will be right back with more about deep cleaning uh, in the bathroom and floors and all that good stuff. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by my co-host in residency, John Taylor. We've been talking about spring cleaning with a focus on the bathroom, mostly. Floors, bathrooms, robots. The usual. You know, the usual. But it's interesting to me, you mentioned OxyClean, because I've always been under the impression that since it's a made-for-TV product, or not necessarily made-for-TV, but that's... Right, that's how it started, yeah. I've always been under the impression that it was probably some kind of scam because 99% of the stuff that gets advertised on TV is a complete and utter scam. Uh So I'm actually amazed to hear that OxyClean is a like reputable thing. It's amazing. It's so good. And I hear that all the time because like, you know, so I started the, I started Ask a Clean Person seven years ago and I like recommended OxyClean a lot, a lot. Um, And you know, at this point now, I think people know that like Jolie Care loves OxyClean and there's like kind of a stamp of approval that just comes along with that. But early on, I heard that same thing from people all the time. They were like, really? Like, that's not just like a infomercial scam thing. I was like, no, one's actually legit. It's really, really good. And the thing is, is that there are now other companies other than OxyClean that offer oxygenated bleach. So like the other big one is Clorox OxyMagic. Um, there, those are all this. And basically, anytime you see like a laundry booster powder that has the word oxy of some sort in it, it's an oxygen bleach. Or um, it's a... Or it's a drug. Or it's can, a drug. You can yeah. ingest. Right. Exactly. Um, infomercial stuff. I'm actually so glad you brought that up because I was trying so hard not to detour when you were talking about the, what was the? Flex Seal. Flex Seal. Flex Seal. Um, but now I'm going to detour and say it. So I was working on something this week um, that I that included um, a fairly robust discussion of vacuum attachments. Okay. And um, I ended up in like a, an hour and a half. I mean, the happy happiest time of my life this week. I ended up in like an hour and a half like research hole about vacuum attachments. And in the course of, uh, and I'm not going to make the terrible joke I made on Twitter because you all booed me for it. But it was a great joke. You I were stand right by to it. boo. <laughs> I mean, that's great, and I stand by if it. If you're listening, you were right to boo. <laughs> Um, but there, one of the things that I found when I was researching was there's this like, as seen on TV product called the dust daddy. <laughs> and I was just oh, like, no. I mean, I was, it was still like, I don't know, eight, eight thirty in the morning. I'm just, I was still sitting in bed drinking coffee and I was like, yeah, dust me daddy. Like I just went nuts this thing. Um, but there was this other, 
John's like just gonna walk out of the studio. No, I just, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, so what it is is an attachment. Um, that you get, it's like a universal attachment that can go onto any vacuum, and um, it looks like it's all, it's almost made up of like tiny straws. And what it does is it will like allow you to dust around things without moving them. So like, if you have like in the console of your car, if you have like a whole bunch of change and chapstick. Um, but it's also all like, you know, there's sand and hair and dirt grime and all that stuff in there. Like you could use the dust daddy attachment to just like, you're getting way too much pleasure out of saying <laughs> the phrase dust daddy. I mean, I haven't even gotten started on dust daddy yet. No. Um, like you could use the dust daddy attachment to vacuum out the console without moving all the change and all that stuff and it wouldn't suck it up. So I was like, oh, that, that's really cool, but it's probably like, you know, a total piece of garbage and blah, blah, blah. But like, then I found this other YouTube video of this woman who tries all of the As Seen on TV products. Um, and she, the, she, the, she was testing this out and like, it legit really worked on stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool to know about. Um, so now I want a dust daddy in my life. See, I was I was wondering if this was related to the scrub daddy that you can get at Bed Bath and Beyond, which is just that sponge, the sponge, with a smiley the little face. smiley face, yeah. Um, the no, first, they're not related. The first time I saw that, I, I just about Lindsay and I just about died laughing when we saw the scrub daddy. Do you know that they have a scrub mommy? They do have a scrub mommy, <laughs> which they're really leaning into. It. I mean, I kind of want to get a scrub daddy and a scrub mommy and like make them do dirty things to each other. But they're sponges. By default, they can't do dirty things. Damn it, John. They clean. Damn it. I'm on my stoner. I know. Once again. All right. Let's let's get into this next question uh, before we spend too much time contemplating sponges doing dirty or clean things to each other. Uh, okay. So we've got a question from Nancy. 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 Nancy asks, Dear Jolie, two years after installation, the shower tile route is looking funky. Any suggestions? Thanks. Oh, that was very quick. That was quick. Yeah. Just in, out, get, grab, just done. <laughs> yeah. Shower Sometimes tile grab needs help. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> I mean, this that wasn't it was that was rude, but like <laughs> this was very polite. It was polite, but very to the point. Um. Okay, so I don't think that this is the case, Nance. But I did have a little moment when I read this email where I was like, "Well, maybe if you'd cleaned it." Ooh. Once over the last two years. You hear that, Nancy? Eey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think that's Clean true. Clean your shit. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think I think she probably is cleaning regularly. But like, even if you clean regularly, eventually you got to deep clean. It's grout. It's like you know, it's gets it gets covered in soap scum. It gets it's it's wet all the time. Like you know, it's 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 porous cement grout. It needs to be deep cleaned from time to time. I have a trick for you. No toothbrush required. No, no, no one in the Jolie Care universe is going to be scrubbing grout with a toothbrush ever. That's the Jolie Care promise. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll make you do all kinds of other weird shit, though. Um, like making little sex videos with Scrub Daddy and Scrub Mommy. Um, You've already asked for one weird <laughs> video of lizards riding robot mops. There's no statute of limitations on the requests I'm allowed to make on this program, John. People who are listening, don't do the things she says. Look you at how many... We got them. more peeps this week. That's what I'm saying. Don't have to do this. You don't have to send her these gross sugar monsters. <laughs> the sugar monsters are delicious. John, I microwaved them. Oh, my God. No, oh, you didn't. They were so good. Why would you microwave a peep? They were... Because deli- microwave peeps are delicious. Oh, but they don't they just melt? 
No, they got it's like a it's like a s'more. What? It's like, have what? you ever had a s'more? Yeah, of course I've had a s'more. Okay, I've... so you know how the, the marshmallow gets all... Yeah, but, all... but that's like a gradual exposure to heat, not being nuked, essentially. You don't, you don't microwave it for like an hour. You microwave it for like 10 or 15 seconds. Is it seconds. possible to microwave things for an hour? Probably, will my, will yeah. Will microwaves actually run for an hour? Probably, yeah. We you, can look into this. Wait, I, wait, I just, wait, I have to hold up. <laughs> I have to hold up, John. Because I don't think that you saw... I don't think you would be sitting here gleefully talking about running a microwave for an hour if you saw this on Twitter today. Uh-oh. Dear listeners. Oh, boy. I promise you that this will be discussed at length on the show. In May, I have Allison Green, otherwise known as Ask a Manager, joining me. I'm very excited Holy for that. Hell. She and I are going to be... A merging of the universes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Clean persons, people. Yeah. And managers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's I'm, a true Titanic showdown. I'm very, I'm very excited. Well, you know, Ask a Swole Woman has been on this show before, and I'm, and I finally got to meet Ask a Queer Chick IRL last week, and so I might, uh, I mean, I've known her for years through. I like how all the Ask a all the Ask people. Yeah. It's, it's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I want of, us to have like obsessive a, compulsives. I want, I want us to have like a, a like a panel discussion where it's just all Ask us. Yeah. Ask and uh, Ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually be really good name for it. There you go. Um. Okay, so uh, on on Twitter today, um, we're recording this on Thursday. Um, I uh, was asked by one of my um, listeners what um, she should do to clean her office microwave because one of her coworkers had used it to dry out socks that she had been wearing while she got stuck in a rainstorm on the way to work. Um, the solution. I I, I I have the solution to this. I I I. You, you, you unplug the microwave. <laughs> that's exactly. And you bash the coworker's head in with it. <laughs> I didn't go that far. I and like the Windex-soaked <laughs> fly, you leave the corpse out as a warning to others. I love the way you think, John. That is the right answer. That is horrifying. I mean, it's awful, and we can't we can't get too far into this because Allison and I are going to really talk like a whole lot about this. But like when you were gleefully going on about microwaves, like John didn't see this. Because if John saw this, he would have been traumatized. Well, but, but now, now what I want to do is go on YouTube and find a video of someone <laughs> running a microwave for an hour just to see what happens. Do you think there'd be a failsafe where the microwave would be like, no, 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 no. you can't do this. Yeah. I don't you know. You can't we'll just look emit into it. like radiation. For we'll look into it. Look into it for next week. All right. Um, but anyway. How cleaning... do we even get talking about microwaves with the... Something about peeps, and I'm not sure how things began there, but it has to do with your fetish community. <laughs> Oh, I know. I won't. I won't go through how we got anyway, here. I know how we got. There. Anyway, let's get back to the grout. deep cleaning the, cha- the, the shower title. Uh, none of you are going to ever have to use a toothbrush. Uh, here's what you're going to use. You're going to use a product called X14. X14 is so fucking righteous, you guys. It better be with that name. Exactly. It lives up to it. It literally lives up to it. I love it because I think it sounds like. Um, and I've said this before on the show. Uh, I think it sounds like an X Men character. Well, it's one of the failed Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <clubs. exactly. laughs> no, like seriously, because. Let me get real nerd on this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for anyone who's seen Logan, the the most recent and last uh I have not, Wolverine but I'm familiar movie, with it. Um, mild spoiler alert, but you know what? The movie's been out like a year. Fuck you. If you no, haven't... I know it's actually, I know it's been out for almost exactly a year because we talked about it when Kristen Lee from Jalopnik was a guest on the show, which was just about a year ago. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, mild spoiler alert. Uh, The little girl character in that movie, played by uh the actress Daphne Keene, her name is Laura, and it turns out that she is a clone of Wolverine, des- codename designation X-23, which is means that she is the 23rd attempt to clone Wolverine, Wolverine, okay. which means that by default, somewhere in there, there must have been an X-14. Yeah. So 
There you go. X-14 is made out of Wolverine's blood. <laughs> yes. And moving along. No, I'm just kidding. Let it me will try use it. its regenerative properties. <laughs> to destroy to the grout. Clean your grout. <laughs> Not destroy the grout. Destroy the mold in your grout. Um, okay. Here is the jam with X-14. It is a no joke, harsh cleaning product. Because it's made of Wolverine's blood. Because it's made of Wolverine's blood. Uh, it stinks. You must work in a well-ventilated area when you're using it. You really ought to be wearing protective rubber gloves. Household gloves are fine when you're working with it. Well, but how do you, how do you, because most bathrooms are not well-ventilated areas since they're bathrooms. Or at least yeah. my bathroom is because it doesn't have a window. I mean, open window, turn fan on, keep the door open. Something. Spray, spray it and run. Like, it, I'm just telling you, it stinks. Um, okay. So here's what you're going to do with X14. You're going to spray it all over the tile grouted walls in your shower. And then you're going to leave the bathroom. And that's it. That's all you have to do. You don't even have to like <laughs> scrub it in? <laughs> you don't. It, this stuff is so powerful because it's made of Wolverine's blood. Mm. Uh, that it just like, it will just nuke all of the mold and mildew and Cerati Marquesans, which is that pinky orange stuff that develops. It just nukes it. Hmm. Um, you can go back in later and like wipe the walls down with like a damp microfiber rag or just a regular rag or whatever you want. Um, but you don't need to. I don't. Um, if you have particularly bad mold and mildew buildup, like if you're one of those bathrooms in the before from an infomercial. Yes, exactly. Where it looks like Bigfoot has gone in there and just had his way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you might find that you need to use a scrub brush, but you don't need a toothbrush. Again, use the use the big hand size multi-purpose scrub brush because you're just going to cover more area than you will like going with a tiny toothbrush like through every. So you're not Andy yeah. Dufresne chipping your way at a Shawshank. Exactly. Like you don't need to be overly precious about that. Um, but yeah, X14 is amazing. Um, while I have you here, and I'm talking about some shortcuts for tub and shower cleaning i also want to mention because this is a you know our, our spring cleaning stuff and like some of you might be like all right it's really time to like take on the bathroom and deal with it um i do want to mention a few other products that um and techniques that are good to use um just to help you cut down on the amount of actual like scrubbing and elbow grease um that you're gonna be using for this so one is um my my love my great love scrubbing bubbles um, love the scrubbing bubbles. Love the scrubbing bubbles. I have a scrubbing bubbles hat. Ooh, it's a little fleece hat with a little eye scrubby eyes. That's scrubby, creepy, is, but I like scrubby it. Scrubby is the name of the the. Wait, do guy. they have names? Yeah, scrubby. Is, please, is there like a scrubbing bubbles universe of like? Yeah. There's like a someone at what company makes scrubbing bubbles? Um, S. C. Johnson. Someone at that company has had to sit down. The fact that you don't think it's odd that I can just recite the parent company of scrubbing bubbles from memory. Jolie, I can tell you, and this is this is very strange because for some reason it keeps coming up. Lindsay Red keeps clay? no, that wasn't even yes! that wasn't even clever. Yes. But it is this is baseball related because of okay. course it is. Course Lindsay it is. has asked me multiple times over the last about few Red weeks. Clay? God, you've had your moment. <laughs> She's asked me multiple times over the last few weeks. What year did the Yankees integrate? Because not every team integrated all at once in 1947 when Jackie Robinson got called right. up. You know, it took all the way till 1959 for the Red Sox to do it because they were owned by a vituperative drunk racist. 
every time she's Proud asked of me, old like, hometown. I never learned this. I never learned when the Yankees integrated. It's just a fact that at some point passed through my brain. But I can you mean they didn't teach that at Columbia. They did not teach that. There was not a Yankees integration class at Columbia. <laughs> there was. I took sports history. There was Eric Foner's Civil War class. That's there was, which is a different kind of Yankee integration. Indeed. But I can tell her without fail every time, and this is without. I, I, I tell her and then I forget, and then somehow I remember again. 1955. Okay. That's the year Elston Howard got called up to play catcher for the Yankees. I can just bring that up to mind. So the fact that you can bring up to mind that you know exactly what company forced some poor schlub to sit down and come up with actual backstories and names <laughs> for the individual scrubbing bubbles. I just feel more sad for that guy because he, he definitely went to school for something else. He did not go to school to sit there and think to himself, this particular bubble that looks a little sexier than the other ones. Is Mrs. Scrubbing Mommy. Yeah. Is, is it, does it work scrubbing like, Mommy. Does it work like the Smurfs where they're like, the majority of the bubbles are male, and then there's one female bubble? Um, I've always wondered about the a, Smurfs, why there was one female that's Smurf. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Do, um, I mean, do all the bubbles have names? I'm, I'm, I'm aware we're dangerously off I, well, I'm going to have here. to look in. I'm going to have to do the research. I'm going to have to do the research. We, we also got to finish this episode up. <laughs> uh, I, 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 we have a whole other question we got to answer. Oh, dear God. Um, but it's going to be a fast one. Um, okay. So, scrubbing bubbles. Love the scrubbing bubbles. Shake up the can. Spray it all over the tub, the sink basin, inside the toilet bowl, the exterior of the toilet. It's great for all of that. One thing to say is that it can not always, but it can have um, a slight discoloring effect on some plastic. So you might want to be a little bit careful about the toilet seat itself. Um, but anything porcelain, tile, enamel, it's great on. Yeah, this is let it, the bathtub. Excuse let it awesome. sit, yeah. Let it sit um, and do its foaming, scrubbing, bubbly thing for... Five minutes, a little longer if it's like particularly gnarly in there. Um, I find that the scrubbing bubbles used in concert with a microfiber sponge or cloth is a particularly excellent combination at very quickly wicking away built up soap scum. Um, so what you'll do is after you've let the product penetrate through the scum and grime and all of that kind of stuff is you'll go in with a wet uh, rag, preferably microfiber. And you'll just wipe it all away. You should not really have to put your back into it to get that clean. Like, it really should be, like, just wiping away the product and everything should come with it. Um, One other thing for a particularly filthy, like, if you haven't cleaned your tub in a year, and I know some of you are out there, um, skip the scrubbing bubbles. You got to level up. Here's what you're going to do. You are going to fill your tub all the way up with hot, hot, hot water and put a big scoop of OxyClean in there and you're going to let it sit for like 30 to 60 minutes. Just like you're giving the bath a bath basically. How meta. Yes. In, indeed. Quite meta. Um, then you're going to go in with, um, you know, again, microfiber is great. Um, and while the solution is still in there, you're going to scrub, you're going to get wet. Okay. So wear work clothes. Um, then drain the tub. The extra benefit of doing this is that for some reason, and I don't know the science behind it, but I could, I could guess. Um, for some reason, when you drain oxy solution, it will clear up your drain too. Hmm. So if you have like kind of a slow, it's not going to cure a clog, but if you have like a slow moving drain, um, the next time you get in the shower, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this cleared itself up. No, the OxyClean did that. Um, Give OxyClean its due respect. That's right. Um, and then you'll do another another pass, you know, scrubbing with the, you know, again, microfiber would be particularly great for this um, and and scrub everything out. And then that's that's like that's like sort of quick, quick way to get a tub, a very filthy tub clean. 
Okay, we've got one more question from David. Ooh, oh, finally the gender imbalance yes. has been. I know. I again this week I was like, Sh- I shouldn't have said anything the first week. Dude, question. Dude, question. You know, it's a you know it's a question from a dude because there's no salutation at the beginning. No, there actually was. It was a, it's it's someone who I've known for like a long time via the internet. So he like opened and was yeah. like, Hey, I got questions for you. And so oh, I, well, yeah, there you go. I trimmed. There's more. There's more of that IMDb trivia I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> David writes, basically, how the hell do I clean the buildup on my glass doors in the shower? I've tried using that calcium iron and rust spray or whatever it is, but got no results. I think you mentioned something about dryer sheets in Terabang. Yours and Ajax, David. It does, it's a shame he doesn't say which Ajax. Yeah. Son uh, of Telamon or son of Oileus? <laughs> Pick one. See, there's the Columbia education flying through. <laughs> They'll be like, like name tertiary me. Iliad characters. <laughs> I had to read the Iliad in Latin at Columbia. I had to read it in Latin in high school. Oh, God, it was brutal. I liked it. Oh, God. Also, we also had to do the Aeneid, Catalan poetry, Cicero's orations. Oh, Lord. I didn't take Latin in high school. I, took a, I picked it back up again in college after a disastrous stint with French in high school. Um, anyway, no one really wants to hear about that. No. Non, um, as it were. <laughs> Latin joke um, that was actually as a French joke actually yeah, yeah. as it was coming out I was like shit uh, now you weren't you, kidding about now, the French. now you guys can see why the French the stint with French was so disastrous um, alright uh, yeah David dryer sheets are the are the trick for glass shower doors it's weird it totally works I have done this I've done this actually like on camera there's footage somewhere like local local news footage of me doing this um, there was yeah. a local news broadcast <laughs> yes. that asked you to clean a glass yes. door with the best is, the best is the woman had me come to her house and she like had me actually just cleaning her I was like this is such a scam you're filming at your house so that I'm cleaning your actual house like it wasn't, a, it wasn't a studio or a set or anything it was just her house so I was like damn it um, but she I, I said she was super nice and we had a great time so like I didn't mind um, anyway dryer sheets the heroes like even the weirder thing about it. They can even be used dryer sheets. Like they can be dryer sheets that you ran through the laundry and then plucked out and got a, a second life out of. Uh, I wouldn't do this the opposite way though. I wouldn't put the dryer sheet that you've used on your glass shower doors into the into the laundry. No, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna get them wet. It's sort of awkward. They don't actually really get wet. Uh, they they sort of repel. Like the, the water kind of beads up on them, but get them as wet as you can. You might have to like crinkle them under the under the running water a little bit with your hands. Um, and then you're going to scrub the glass shower doors with the slightly wet dryer sheet in a circular motion. It's going to create this kind of like milky white film, which is a combination of like the fabric softener that's in the dryer sheet and whatever it is that's coming off of your glass shower door. So usually it's a combination of hard water stains and soap scum. Um, a lot of times it just, that just wipes away, but a lot of times there will be a bit of a milky white residue left over after you've done that. No problem at all. Once you've, um, lifted the stuff off of the, off the glass shower door, you can just go in, um, either with a squeegee and just like squeegee it down, or you can use some Windex, um, and, and give works it a, for uh, everything. Yeah, give it a good glass cleaning. So it really works. It's great. Um, I showed this trick to my, my best friend when he, when he first moved to LA, um, the first apartment that they were living in had glass shower doors and he was like, just caught, he, he's, 
he's even more crazy about cleaning than I am. And they were constantly covered in water spots and it was making him crazy. And he was like, I don't know what to do. And I went out to visit. Um, and he was like, I have to show you this. I'm beside myself. And I was like, oh, Matt, for crying out loud, dryer sheets. Like, and so we got the dryer sheets and we did it. And he was like, it was like a little kid on Christmas. He was like, I can't believe this works. I was like, I know. I, just, I would just, I would just love to know what the, what chemical reaction is happening. That I don't know. That I don't know. Like my, you, you know, usually I can figure out what, what chemical reaction is going on for that. I'm going to need like a deep science person. Okay. Um, so if you can, I'm, I'm no good there. If you can make up with Columbia I, and I'm find a, us a deep science I'm person. a journalist, so I have literally no <laughs> science or math knowledge. I can barely count. <laughs> Same. Um, okay, so before we close this episode out, um, I want to give you just a couple, of, um, a couple of little tips about showers, especially if you have a glass shower door, um, but just in general. Um, I want you to consider the squeegee. Um, I think a squeegee is a really, really great tool in a shower. It's especially critical if you have glass shower doors. You're going to hate me for this, but I promise that there was a time in my life when I had glass shower doors. And when I did this every single day, I had a squeegee that just hung off of the um, off of the shower head. And when I was done showering, I would just squeegee the glass shower doors. Um, once you get used to it, it's a routine, just like brushing your teeth in the morning. Um and it's, and it's not really all that much work. That's also a great, great, great thing to do. Even if you don't have glass shower doors, if you do have um, tiled walls and you don't clean. I mean, I clean my tiled walls every week of my shower because I'm me. Um, but if you're not doing a weekly bathroom cleaning, if you squeegee the walls after you use the shower, it's really, really, really going to cut down on the amount of um, mildew that's developing in the grout on tiled showered walls. And it's just going to extend the time between cleaning. It's going to just buy you a lot of time. Um, so I do really want you to consider the squeegee. Um, before I totally close this out, I want to also mention this. Someone on Twitter um, recently asked me about those shower sprays that you use right after you've showered where you like, you know, spray down the walls. My feeling on them is that I would, I would prefer you guys not use them. First of all, I think if you're, if you're going to take the time to pick up a bottle and spray the walls down, there's no different b- difference between doing that and using the squeegee. And I would really much rather have you guys use the squeegee and dry the walls off rather than adding more moisture to an already moist situation. It's the it's a combination of the moisture in the soap scum that is creating a happy home for mold, mildew, and other bacteria. So I would prefer that you squeegee off the walls rather than using those shower sprays so that is what i have to say about that and on that note that'll do it for this episode of ask a clean person the podcast if you like what you heard today please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards i'm offering to my listeners i would also love it if you would subscribe on acast or itunes leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.